Good evening and welcome back to our weekly question and answer series for enlarge.org. Um, follow up from last week regarding the phrase of of Simchas or Simchas Bayidin. So we mentioned that the Rebbe wasn't Makbet, although there were some were, that were Makbet. So I got a letter from Rabbi Levi Gurelik from Crown Heights that his father in law. Rabbi Yuman Klein, the Mashbak, the Rebbe's secretary, told him a story like this, that once one of the rabbis of, of Israel, of Eretz HaKodesh, came to Yechidus to the Rebbe, and after he finished the Yechidus, he said for the Rebbe, bismochot. we should see of Simchas. Like this is the way how they pronounce it in Hebrew, Smochot. So the Rebbe was Meyer answered him that he gotta say we should see in Simchas because Smochot means something else. Obvious the Rebbe's Kavana was that Smochot could also mean Rachmon Netzlon uh, morning. That means Avilas. So we see that the Rebbe was Makbet of such a thing, but he said that Simchas is not they don't say Simchas for Availas, they say Smochot for Availas. Okay, we'll get to the next question. About mistake, washed my hands and made the bracha Allah until it's a dime and then realized I'm not going to eat bread for breakfast. What do I do? There is a Sharat Shiva in Simakif Nechaz which brings down a Ritva. Which the Ritva says like this If a person made, washed his hands, and made the bracha al yadayim, and then he decided he doesn't want to eat, or he doesn't want to eat a kabaitza, because in order to make a bracha al yadayim, you have to eat a kabaitza, because ice is not enough, a kabaitza. And he decided he doesn't want to eat kabaitza. Is the bracha bracha levatula? So the Ritva answers, says over there, no, it's not a bracha levatula. Since when I washed my hands, I had in mind that I want to eat Kibaitza. So I did according to what Chazal told us to do, the mitzvah of the So I had to make a bracha. Because I wanted to eat a kibaitza. I wanted to wash and eat a kibaitza. It is only afterwards I decided I'm not going to eat a full kibaitza or I've decided I don't want to eat. This is what the Ritwa says. So when it comes to your Shiloh, which you asked, that you did not have the mind to eat bread, nor because you were used to every morning washing the hands for to, to eating bread. So you washed your hands and said, until it's a dime. But today, you didn't have in mind to eat. So in such a case, if you are not going to eat uh, bread, it's going to be a lavatola. So therefore, you should take out, you should uh, take a bread or a piece of matzah and eat, um, eat kibaitza then it shouldn't be a bracha lavatola. Because only in the, in, the, in, the, in the situation of the ritual, when you had in mind to eat, it is only you decided afterwards you don't want to eat, then you could be Michael. Question. If one is watching a virtual minion, can you join the moidim and say Brich Shemai in Vibin Soya? Um, by, watching, by watching a virtual minion, which a virtual minion basically means that it's not a real minion. It's not that you have 10 people in one place and you're watching it through Zoom. 
if that was be the case, that means you have a minion in shul and you will watch it through Zoom, then you could enter everything. But if the whole minion is virtual, so basically it's not a, a real minion. So you don't say Kedusha, you don't say Barchi, it's not a real minion. But if you could say Brich we're going into the question if you say Bichidus Brich and some say that you could say Brich even Bichidus. Some say that you should start a little bit before Brich and go a little bit after because it's a prayer which is in uh, Aramaic and uh, you don't say prayers Bichidus in Aramaic. So again, if it's a minion which is a full minion in a shul or in a house and you are watching it through Zoom, then you could answer everything. It's not considered as you dove with a minion, but at least you can answer. But if it's the whole minion is only through a mi- through Zoom, so that's not considered a minion and it's as if you dove mihidis. Question. After I finished making Abdullah, before drinking the wine, my kids spilled most of the kois. And I wasn't planning to drink any more wine. What should I, what do I need to do? The answer to your question is like this. In your case, you should drink a little bit of wine which is left in the cost. Then you should refill the cost with wine and make a priya gufen and drink Kemaloy Ligmov, that means the sheer what you need to drink after Avdullah, or the second cause which you refill, you could give for somebody else also to make the bracha and drink. Because in Shechanot state like this, if a person made Avdullah, and after Avdullah the whole cause spilled. The same will go also to Kiddush. person made Kiddush and everything, the whole wine spilled. Now, he has to drink wine, because Kiddush and Avdullah has to be made on wine and has to be drinked. So therefore, since it was spilled, you have to fill in a new cup and drink it. Now it depends. If you had in mind that you're going to drink after Kiddush more wine, like some people in the middle of the soup that they're going to eat, they're going to drink more wine. So therefore, you don't have to make again a Bori because that Bori which you made before goes also on this bracha. So you fill up a cup and you drink the shir. But if you didn't have Kavuna to drink more wine, so you had, it's as if like you had in mind not to drink wine. So the bracha goes only what you had in mind and not afterwards. That's called in Shekhanorach Nimlech. If a person had in mind to drink only one cup and afterwards he's not going to drink and then he decided he want to drink another cup, he has to make a, again a bracha because that's called Nimlech. That means he decided before he decided he doesn't want to drink anymore and now he decided he wants to drink. So he has to make a bracha. So usually by Kiddush a person had in mind to drink afterwards. So he doesn't make again a body gufan. But if he didn't have a mind, he drinks only one cup of wine and that's about it. So then he has to make a brocha again. And the same will go to Avdallah. If the whole wine spilled, you have to fill up a new cup and make a bracha body gufan. But in your case, which you had a little bit of wine left over, so in order your brocha shouldn't be, the first brocha shouldn't be a brocha lavatula. So right away, before you fill up the other cause, you should drink a little bit of wine because on this little bit of wine which is left in the cost basically you made the bracha the bracha goes on on this little bit of wine and then you fill up another cost and you or somebody else makes a bracha and drinks it but you cannot fill up right away the cost the cup of wine with other wine before you drink a little bit because then 
um, you're going to make have to make a new bracha, and the first bracha will be in vain. So therefore, if something happens, you stay with a little bit of wine, a drop of wine, you drink it, and then you fill up the kos, and you make again a bracha, and you drink the shir, what you need to drink for Kiddush and Havdalah. Next question. Follow-up question. The Rav mentioned last week that you could eat the suda before davening, let's say, let's say in the summer, when Shabbos comes in late. Can this be done like the Tchila also in winter? So in such a case, we will be able to make Kiddush before 6 o'clock since we don't make Kiddush between 6 and 7. The answer is yes, it's a Ketchila. You could eat, if you put on the Shabbos candles, if you light the Shabbos candles, and you have a couple of Shabbos, so you could eat the Suda before davening. Now, of course, you have to eat the Kazais when it comes in, it should be at night. So if you eat the Suda early, you should eat a Kazais at night. But if you don't eat the Suda before Tzess, Tzess HaKechuvim, you eat it when it's already night, then you don't, then okay, then everything is fine and you can do it like it's So even in the winter, if you feel that you don't want to wait between six and seven, you're going to finish. Um, if, you, if after finishing davening, you're going to come home, it will be six o'clock, you don't want to make Kiddush between six and, six and seven. You could eat the suit before and daven afterwards. But again, you have to remember, as I mentioned before, um, you have to have a shoyma. Somebody should watch you and remind you. A person which did not wash and eat the suda should remind you that you have to daven ma'ariv. The only problem with doing this thing is if you are in a town which you are later miyonam, then you're going to have to daven ma'ariv with kabbalah shabbos biyichidus. So you lose out davening with a minyan. But if you are in a town which you're going to find minyonam afterwards, so then you can daven afterwards with a minyan. Then you could do this like a and daven eat the cedar first, and then daven myrav and kabbalah shabbos afterwards. Question: Can you make kiddush shabbos in the morning for your wife that cannot drink wine? If you made kiddush already, the answer is yes. You could come home after you were kiddush or afabrengen, and you want your wife should hear kiddush and she doesn't want to drink. She's not allowed to drink, or she. she she doesn't want to drink. You could make Yiddish and and drink the kos, and she will be yoitzer. Now, even if you don't drink, let's say for instance, if you are going to make the the the, the bracha and the the gofen, and you're going to give the wine to drink to your son. Even then, you could make your wife is Yoytzei Kiddush. Because, Al-Trebbe writes, in Shechanor, Aksim, Akiv, Samach, Zayin, Sif, Chuv, Gimel, that Kiddush, Berches and Hanah, we have a klal, you cannot be Moitzi, somebody else, only if you have Hanor also. That means, if you make a Berches, Hamoitzi, Lechem, and Oretz, you could be Moitzi, somebody else also. But, you have to eat also from the bread. Because you cannot make a Berches and Hanah, to be much somebody else only if you are yourself also nahana that means you enjoy you eat from what you make the bracha so you cannot make a bracha and your wife should eat if you are not going to eat that's what barchas and hanam so the altar writes kiddish although it's also barchas and hanam it is more than barchas and hanam it's barchas and mitzvah because kiddish needs a, a, cost of, a, a cup of wine so the boy the priya which you make in kiddish is not 
Berchus and Hanum. It's not like all other Berchus and Hanum. And it is a Berchus Mitzvah that you can make the, the bracha and be more to somebody else even though you are not Nehana. So you can make a bracha even though you are not going to be Nehana of the wine and somebody else is going to Nehana with the wine. But in your case, there's no problem because after all, you're going to drink the wine. So if you drink the wine, is the chala dies, there's no problem that you should make Kiddush again for your wife and your wife should be Yoitza and she doesn't have to drink any wine at all. Um, next question. Should a Lubavitcher woman wear jewelry outside on Shabbos? The question is, a Lubavitcher woman which are machmer not to carry with the Erev, or maybe even real jewelry without the Erev. So, if with the Erev, of course, she could carry, because after all, there is an Erev, even if you're a Machmer. But let's, let's assume even without an Erev. Could a, a Rababichi woman wear real jewelry in a place which is a Rishis Rabdaraisa? We know that Ishikhanorach says that uh, a lady should not wear jewelry on the street in Rishis Rabdaraisa because um, we are afraid they're going to show their jewelry for, for other women and they're going to take it off. And they're gonna carry it Dalat So the question over here is we, as we are machma like the Alter Rebbe, that if we don't, if there even if there isn't six hundred thousand people in a town walking on the street, it's still a Shisarab Daraisa because it is Tezain Amas. That means it has sixteen Amas the width. So therefore, it's still it's a shisaram. Should she wear? Can she wear jewelry in a shisaram? And the answer is yes. In any case, she could wear real jewelry. Now, first of all, we have a big machloikas. If bechal we have a shisaram trace day, the Rebbe brings down a couple of times in Shechanorach that a lot of poets can hold bismanaze we don't have a shisaram daraisa. Now, I know. In the Alter Rebbe, we could learn two ways. We could learn that if it has 600,000 people living in that town, it is a Rishi Saram. And the Alter Rebbe writes only that we are talking about people who are living in small towns. Other disagree and hold that the Alter Rebbe also holds Meikiradin that has to be 600,000 going on the street every day, like he brings down in Shemem Hai. So I don't want to go into that, that, that Machalikas. In any case, let's assume that there is a Shisharam Daraisa, like the Shisharambam, that even, even it doesn't have 600,000 at all, if its width is uh, 16 um, Amas, it's a Shisharam Daraisa. But we know the Urech HaShilcha writes in Simashi in Gimel Sivchuv Bais that today's day is uh, people do not take off jewelry and show for other people even in the weekdays so therefore um, we don't have the chashash of Dilma Sholfe Machve like it was once upon a time and therefore we don't have to be choshish of such a problem that they'll take off the jewelry and they're going to carry it and you could be Michael 
other poskim bring down the Uruch Hashilchin Lalocha. There's another also um, um, uh, reason some poskim say that today's day Bechlal, women go on the street constantly. And if they want to show something, they're going to show it on the weekdays because once upon a time, a p- a women used to stay at home all day and they used to go out once in a blue moon, once in a while. So then you can go out for Shabbos and they will show off their jewelry. But nowadays that people go out with jewelry, with all kinds of things, so, um, so we are not afraid they're going to show at all. So we have two reasons. One, they're not going to show at all. And second of all, they're not going to show off because they can show off other times of the of the weekdays too, because they are going constantly on the street, so they can show off their jewelry. And second time, which Yerushalayim says that even even if they would have gone um, out only for Shabbos, nowadays the meaning is people do not take off their jewelry in order to show it. You could look at it on the air, you can look at it on the finger. People do not take it off and show it. So, therefore, there is, this is even if it is a Shisham Daraisa. In Befrat, today's day, that they have a lot of Poiski which say that we don't have a Shisham also, at least for a Tzirif, you could use it with that and you could wear jewelry. In Befrat, if there is an Ayrev, even though you want to be a Machmer, yes, you could wear jewelry, real jewelry on Shabbos when you go out. If there is an Ayrev, or even there isn't an Ayrev. Especially if you are in a, a, a town which is, uh, you don't have Bachlal 600,000, that means if you don't live in Manhattan or in Brooklyn or let's see, if you live in smaller towns, of course you could go out on Shisaram with real jewelry. Question. Um, I got a letter from Rabbi Yosef Katzman who lives in Crown Heights, and he told me in the name of Rabzal Mashiman that in Labavitch they weren't makped of making Kiddush between 6 and 7 at all. But since over here in, in America they started being makped, so therefore he paskened all the Allahs regarding this and he said that you should makped. But we should know that in Labavitch this meaning didn't exist. Also I heard from other people that in Europe, a lot of it was basically a minig. Most for most people, was it for the Chosheved and for the Rabbonim? It wasn't for all people, you know. It wasn't a common minig. Just to bring it to your attention, that the Zalmashimon said it was the minig Labavitch. Um, question: Is it an accepted solution to make Kiddush between six and seven on white, white wine and not on red wine? The answer to this question is, there's a couple of years which I'm looking for any source for this killer, for this uh, solution of making Kiddush on white wine, and then you can make Kiddush between 6 and 7, and I didn't find any Mekor whatsoever. So again, if a person is makped not to make Kiddush between 6 and 7, making Kiddush on white wine will not help you would not that's not a solution question is the time universal all over all over the same or varies where you are the answer is does not vary 
because Chatois is always 12, as I mentioned last week, 12 o'clock. The only question, the only uh, thing which varies is when is 12? Now, by us, there's a skumasimus, that means that all the nations came together and they divided the globe according to uh, Malot. So now it started every uh, the number, number one, number 15, number 45, number 16 on the globe, it is the exact time. That means 12 o'clock when a person, when a, a country is on the globe on one, the Oifig one, then it's 12. Then other country which is on 15, it's also 12. But between 1 and 12, it moves. So for instance, in the United States, real 12 is not 12 o'clock, is 11.56. So Chatzois is 11.56. So basically you have to wait between 6 and 7, you have to wait from 5.56 till 6.66. Because that's the real Chatzois. In, in Etzisrol, in Eretz HaKodesh, in Israel, Chatzois is about 20 minutes to 12. So you have to wait 5.40 to 6.40. So that's why Chatzois varies. But not because Chatzois goes through Shuas Manias. It varies because our clock is only Haskuma Seimas, how the nation decided how it should be, and it's not the real clock, how it is real. Okay, so please join us next week for the next questions and submit your shalas to inbox at anash.org. Good night and have a wonderful week.